Welcome back, everybody, to Pick and Roll, the NBA betting show that goes live right here on the board YouTube channel. The Hammers NBA content division, me and Pips, are live here every weekday morning, 1130 a.m. Eastern time for NBA free picks like the three we have on the way today. So been a bit of a weird week with big SGPs. We had two already this week because of the spots we liked earlier in the week. Uh, unfortunately, today, we are not going to have a big SGP. We'd rather go with the three plays that we have instead, not try to tempt fate with any additional legs. And also, very much so, we are looking to bounce back from yesterday's uh, very difficult day during the in-season tournament. So, no big SGP, no light goal for today. But nonetheless, we would like to see some support on the stream. If you've been enjoying the picks this season, we're up on this season. Very much so indeed. Smash that like button still. Try to help us get to three digits on likes once again, 100 likes. And make sure you're subscribed to the channel as well. So we'll recap those bets later on in the stream. But we always start off with the picks that we do have in play and the picks that we have in play today. Like I said, three different SGPs. First of all, we are going to the Knicks and Celtics. We've played this a lot this season. We've been successful with this one a lot this season. We are taking Randall on a modified points rebounds assist line here for minus 110 odds at BetMGM. It's over 18.5 points paired with over 6.5 rebounds and over 2.5 assists. In the second play, we are going to my Raptors, who are taking on the Charlotte Hornets today. Another minus 110 SGP at BetMGM. We're taking Barnes, 15-plus points, and over 6.5 rebounds. And putting that with Siakam, 18-plus points, as the Raptors get a favorable matchup with a lack of rim protection on the other end. In the third play, we've also played this a lot this season. We're going with Jokic against the Rockets. It's a minus 116 SGP at FanDuel. 25-plus points, 10-plus rebounds, and 8-plus assists for the big Serbian. Let's go to Pips. We're looking for a big day here, and we're starting with Julius Randle. Talk to us about this play. So, first off, Julius Randle had terrible start to a season, and Tips was actually saying in the last couple, first couple of games that his condition is not ready, and he will need some time to get there. And in the first six games... He scored 19 or less in all six. Opened the game with some poor performances. But since the first six games, last 14 games, he scored 20 or more points in 13 out of the last 40. Last game against the, the, against the Bucks, he scored 41. And most of this was isolation against Giannis. Like, if you let him play one-on-one without double-teaming and letting him... Attacking one-on-one, isolation, post-ups, he's scoring a lot. And the way the Boston defends him is they are, like, will switch anyone onto you and then you will let you go one-on-one against anyone on our on our team. And if you take a look at his scoring against the Boston Celtics, like, like he, over the last six games, he averaged 26 and a half points. And the only under on this line, the only game where he scored 23 or less points was earlier, early into the season when obviously first six games when he was terrible. He still scored 14 points while he was shooting five from 22. Five for 22 and he scored 14 points. So on the point side, looking great. On the on the rebounding side, also looking great. So if you take a look at the last... Uh, I'll say I'll use Boston Celtics as a matchup. 
last six. So this season and last season, seven plus rebounds in all six of all, all, all six games, nine plus in five of those. So Porzingis is now playing with the Boston and he's pulling out Mitchell Robinson outside with his three-point shooting. So Randall is gathering all the rebounds of all the misses shots. And also, also the Boston Celtics allowed the third most rebounds to opposing power forwards. So that's a great spot for Randall. And assists are just the lowest point we can get into this PRA on the same game parlay. And four, four straight games with four or more assists against the Boston Celtics. And if you take a look at the season, he's averaging 5.5 assists this season, covering the in, in an insane rate this season. So, like, with so many post-ups and isolation, he'll play out of post-up, and they will, like, run through him this game. Like, that's the best way they can play. So, assists should come as, as well. So, this season, two games against Boston Celtics, seven and five assists. All right. So, makes sense on Randall. As I said, we have played a lot of Randall this season. And uh, yeah, it's been doing well. Yeah, we had him the same spot again, last game against the Boston Celtics. Yeah, and uh, it was a comfortable winner, if I remember correctly. Not just a winner, but no problem, no sweat winner. Okay, uh, another player we have gone to consistently this season is Scotty Barnes. And we're looking to have him over on points and rebounds. And we're also adding in Siakam on points. Talk to us about this one. I can also chime in with any Raptors matchup discussion. I'll first say, first start off with uh, Scotty Bart's rebounds. He's been amazing on that on, in, in that part uh, this season. And he's cashing the lines. Uh, if you take a look at the graphics on Scotty Bart's assists, uh, rebounds, we can see that he got uh, over six and a half uh, rebounds in 17 out of 18 games this season. And if you take a look, a closer look at the graph, we can see that he had eight or more in 16 out of 18 uh, games this season. And Charlotte allows top top 10 or eight, top eight rebounds to opposing players. So this is a good spot for Scotty Barnes. Rebounds, he's been very consistent throughout the entire season. As you can big see from time. the graph, covering this in 94% of the games with 30 plus minutes. And I expect big minutes from Scotty tonight, like 35 minutes should be like the something that will he'll be playing tonight his scoring is kind of down i mean kind of not kind of it it's it, it down but some not so great matchups lately so he had under against heat under against the bulls under against celtics and orlando magic which is kind of expected like those <laughs> A lot easy matchups for, for Scotty, especially Celtics, um, Miami Heat, and Bulls, the way they defend. But he, he, he was close even in these, these matchups, like 14 against the Celtics, 14 against the Magic, 13 against the Bulls, and games like against Pistons, 17 in a blowout, against the Cavs, 15, against the Nets, 17, Phoenix, 23, uh, New York Knicks, 29. So, and also the thing, good thing about Scotty Barnes is his usage is going up. So last four games, he shot 19, 15, 19, and 17 uh, field goal attempts. Like, if he gets the similar, like, 15-plus field goal attempts in an easy matchup against the Charlotte Hornets, he should score 20-plus points. So that's yeah. that's it. And Siakam has the best matchup in the entire league. Like, Hornets are allowing yeah. <laughs> by 
far the most points to opposing power forwards, which is insane. Like, I don't think any team allows to any position as many points as Charlotte Hornets allow to opposing power forwards. They're allowing 30 points to opposing power forwards per 40, 48 minutes. This is insane. Like, a league average is like 20 points, and they're allowing 30 points to opposing power forwards. And also, like, yeah, he'll get Miles Bridges. He's too big for him. They'll get PJ Washington. He's too strong to, for him. And single coverage, like they mostly do this season, he should be in a great spot to cover this. And also, he had poor start to the season, but lately he'll been, he, he's been scoring 20-plus points. Uh, I think easily 18 should be there. And they're on the road. I don't think they can blow out this Charlotte Hornets team. They were actually playing some decent ball. with Even though Lomelo is out or zero is kind of playing great. So, yeah, I just think it could, could be a close game and we can see our guys covering. Yeah, Barnes once again warning that he is a sometimes a, a, a slow burn. He'll start slower than really come alive in the fourth. This one may go different because I really like the Raptors matchup today with the ability to attack the inside. And if we're going to handicap motivation a little bit, like you could really see Barnes' frustration with the previous game against the Heat. He really struggled out the gate to get points, ended up having a really good fourth quarter, go figure. But there was a lot of frustration there. So I think there's personal motivation to have a really, really good game today. As far as points go, even when he's struggling, his floor for points is still very high. Like he went five of 17 against the Heat. And I think he still finished with 15 or so points. Uh, and floor for rebounds, as you saw the graphic, he has just been devouring rebounds this season. Uh, for Siakam's side, he's starting to get into the swing of things. They're starting to use more <laughs> often. This play makes a ton of sense. Let's go to the last play. It's the Jokic play. We have Jokic on the points, rebounds, and assists. Minus 116 at Fandle, 25+, plus, 10+, plus, and 8+. Plus. Talk to us about this one. You know the most about the Rockets, so let us know. So this is like the Rockets matchup-based bet. Uh, we can see, like, he played third. This is like fourth game he's playing this season against the Rockets. In the first three, he averaged um, uh, in, in insane numbers. So just a second. Throughout the first three games uh, against the Rockets, uh, he averaged 35.3 points, 16.7 rebounds, and 11.3 and and 11 assists. So, cover this in all three games, and it doesn't look like anything is different. So, they like they will defend him, Shengun, single coverage. So, he should be able to easily to score inside. They are not content. Uh, Houston Rockets are not contesting offensive rebounds. They are the best transition defense in the league for the reason they are running back straight away immediately. And Jokic will have easy, easy uh, rebounds there, especially because they will play out of Shingun. So he will be posting up Jokic deep inside. He will kick out. So Jokic will be close to the rim to, to, to get the rebounds and assists. Like, Jokic at home. Like last game, he had 15 yeah. assists against the Rockets, even though they defended him in single coverage. So today against uh, Jamal Murray is back playing at home. Last game was a play was a blowout, though. And that was the game that Fred Van Fleet was out, and he's just huge for the Rockets. And with him being back and everyone being healthy and rested for tonight, I think Houston Rockets could put up a game against the Denver Nuggets, and 
yeah, it's Jokic time. We he we saw him earlier this season. He had 26 and 31 field goal attempts in the first two games against the Rockets. Last game only only 19, but it was a blowout. They were leading by 20 on the entire game. And I in those parts, Jokic is not forcing stuff. Still scored over 30 points tonight. I expect a bit closer game than the last time and more minutes for Jokic. So I think this is a good spot to get to go to the to Nikola and hope he wins for us. I I agree over there. Jay Cullen asks in chat how you feel about plus 105 on Jokic's triple double. I, I feel like I feel like if you're thinking triple double, you may as well play this bet as well. But what do you think? I mean, you can play this bet with 10 plus assists and get like plus 150 or higher. Probably like maybe even 200. So okay. yeah. I think we'll if go, you are betting this... SCP, just add the assist 10 plus. Yeah. Okay. I well, think the yeah. price for 10 plus rebounds and 10 plus assist is maybe even better than going straight away to the double double, uh, triple double. Like, yeah, make makes sense. Yes, same game parlay. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. All right, before we talk about the in-season tournament games we got yesterday, let's re let's let's get it done. Let's recap the previous day's bets. Unfortunately, we had the worst day of the season. We had three bets, one of which was one and a half units. All three were on the losing side. It was a pretty ridiculous string of events. Matherin misses on his SGP because of a toe on the line. If his toe is not on the line, that bet wins. Uh, the Giannis play, Buddy Heald, who has never, I don't think he has ever lost us a bet uh, until today. We bet him a lot last season. First, there's always the first for everything. He goes 0 of 6 from 3, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, never got it going from the outside. Giannis covered easily. And in the third play, uh, LeBron took over point-wise. Anthony Davis had 16 going into the fourth. It was a blowout. Anthony Davis did not play in the fourth, and he does not come close to his points. So, ugly day. Uh, I see the comments saying that we had enough variance for <laughs> one season uh, for one season, let alone three days with the Claxton one of five, the Jokic nine of 32, Heal three of 11, and AD five of 10. Um, Pips, uh, overall summary on this night of betting. I was wrong on Anthony Davis, but we got insanely unlucky on the other two. So that sums it up. Like AD, this version of AD is like. Something like Gobert, he's either doing like alley-oop dunk, put-back dunk, or he's not scoring. Like, unfortunately, that's the realistic type uh, for AD. He's shooting not 18%, percent, I think 90% on pull-up shots this season. Okay. I think it's 90%. And it's, I, I can't explain it. Like, his bubble stuff was like, huge variance on the positive side since yeah. then he, he didn't make any shots and this season is especially terrible like last game honestly if it's not a dunk or a layup or a putback he is terrible like he can dribble the ball he can score he here ball to to mid-range like not even close so yeah i was wrong there i okay yeah jv is a great matchup but I, I honestly, like, if you take a look at the last game against the Suns, he had 
20 wide open layups or layups inside and he barely scored 27 points like you know, he was just terrible and I, I was like okay he had great volume he got another great volume here he didn't lebron was insane and yeah the thing about yeah. ad is like he doesn't have any counters if he double teams him he's he can score if he if you tag him on the roll out of corner or big side he can score like if you give him single coverage he can score like 30 points on you still but if you just do any adjustment to to stop ad that's the game against the never denver earlier this season when he had 17 points in the first half and didn't score in the second that's the game when they adjusted a bit in on, on the half time and he was useless so yeah yeah i, I mean ad poor bet from my side but if you take a look, talking about other two, I mean, yeah, two on the line, Fagdas with Maturin. He was still three from 12 in the entire yeah. game. Like, he yeah. missed everything. Like, he made that three that was two on the line and two uh, wide open uh, transition laps. Every other shot, every other attempt was not even close. And the, the most painful one, Body healed. I mean, not most painful. Um, Madurin was way closer to covering, but body healed shooting zero from six on threes. He scored two or more threes in like since 2017 against the Bucks. 13 straight games of two or more threes, and now zero from six. Four were wide open. He had time to like yeah get a coffee and uh, and then shoot it. Like I mean, say also late into the game. I expected. I was expecting. Okay. Pacers are up, they will follow him and he will get to the probably he has a chance. <laughs> they, they went to Bruce Brown and he scored four yeah. free throws and then later go to yeah, it's so many stuff. So much, so much, so many. I, I, was, I was hoping free throws would be his too because he's the, the best free throw shooter. Yeah. He only got uh, uh, a pair. Me as well. So yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that was that, the desperate hours at that point. <laughs> yeah, desperate hours. Yeah. I mean, last two days, some crazy variants hit. I mean, if you get Madurin by one point and Jokic to not shoot 20%, we still have a decent week. Now this way, yeah, this variants hit. And yeah, I, I mean, like we do a show every week, every weekday for the whole season. You're bound to have days like this, no matter how good of a better you are. Days like this are bound to happen. So all we can do is trust that the, the bets are in place. Like the thing that Pip is handicapping is the usage. The usage was there for every player who didn't hit as well. And uh, the amount of shots they got up, but you can't really predict whether or not a guy is going to make or miss shots. So it is what it is. Three plays today that we're hoping to cash. But let's talk about the in-season tournament games that we saw yesterday. The Los Angeles Lakers stepped up in a big way. It looks like and feels like this tournament is made for them and made for LeBron. They win 133 to 89 against the Pelicans. LeBron takes over. Pips, uh, yeah, what were your thoughts on this game? Insane, insane game by by the LeBron James. He completely took over this game. And not even by scoring, even though he scored 30 points. He was amazing on defense. He I think got hit, I think he had three charges against Zion in the in the first half, or three charges overall. And he was like pointing everyone where to be, how to rotate, everything. Like he he was just Floor general on both sides and scoring wise, assist wise, defending wise, he did kind of, kind of bit of everything, 
and they completely overrun the New Orleans Pelicans. And Zion, once again, as I mentioned last in the game, he doesn't look ready to play like high-level basketball. And it was obvious last night. He's one of the main reasons they, they get blown out. Yeah, uh, LeBron in these big moments, it's just insane. Um, not an official pick for the show, an official pick for me because I did bet this. LeBron opened at 27.5 on <laughs> FanDuel for points. He's now 28, but when the things start to open up, it's very small juice at FanDuel. So when it starts to open up, uh, you can get like a minus 110, 27.5 around there on LeBron points. Uh, I, I absolutely think you should play that. Uh, they play on Saturday. They don't have a game again until Tuesday. There's no reason LeBron isn't going to get super heavy minutes. Like even when he doesn't get heavy minutes, he's averaging like 23, 24 this season. I think it is. Give him big minutes in a championship game, like the final of the in-season tournament, <laughs> all eyes on this game. I, I don't see any reason why like LeBron is not motivated just to take over this game. Like motivating, uh, sorry, handicapping motivation isn't always the strongest spot in the NBA, but for LeBron, I don't know. There is just some certain games you can look at and say, yeah, this is one where he's going to go absolutely uh, tenacious. So I don't know and if there I'll, is a, say, a finals MVP or something, I'll but say. he wants it. <laughs> Good. Uh, I I had LeBron James over 27 and a half as an official bet, and it moved to 28 and a half. And so I'm like, okay, like, right. I think 27 and a half was a real soft spot. 28 and a half is like still good, but. 27 and a half just felt so great. And whoever yeah. got it there, I think he has a great bet. I think this is close, maybe even 29 and a half. Didn't want to go with one bet that's only available on FanDuel so far. But if it was 27 and a half, I, I would be on it for sure. Yeah, over the course of the day, uh, like only one book has, over the course of the day, as all the other books open up, this is very, like minus 102 on the over. There's going to be books that probably open up around 27 and a half, uh, if that's the case. Definitely look to play that. I, I agree. I think that the sharp price on this should be 29 and a half. Um, I, was, I think I'd be willing to even bet it there, but I'd advise 27 and a half. I'd even advise 20. Honestly, minus 102 for 20 and a half is pretty good to me as well. Uh, let's talk about the other game. This one was insanity. Uh, back and forth, all game. Eventually, the Pelicans make do in the fourth. Uh, they had a f- minus 15 third quarter, but a plus 12 fourth quarter. Halliburton is him. Oh my God. What a game from Halliburton. Uh, a really good game from Miles Turner as well. The Pacers, um, people have said this is the coming out party, but if you've been watching this season, like they are, they are a good and fun basketball team. What were your thoughts on this game? <sighs> like, yeah, Pacers were great. Halliburton was great, but what the fuck was Griffin doing in this game? Like, it's it's almost insane. Like there were like f- five minutes twice, five minutes scratches where Yanis didn't play. Like he was left standing in the corner. Yeah. He his offensive usement, like how he plays offense, has so much more like space to improve. Like he is not do- using Yanis properly, and he is not using Lillard pro- properly. And he's not using anyone properly, and their offense sucks. Like they're third best offense in the league because they had Giannis and Lillard. But at the times, it was terrible. Like yeah. they were posting Giannis. They were not playing pick and roll with Giannis. They were posting up Giannis. Like one of the worst parts of his game is posting up. 
far away from the rim and then just settling for some mid-range and stuff. Insane. Then second half, they played fourth quarter. They played like zone, two to three zone, entire fourth quarter against the Pacers. Like you have one of the best players in the league, in the in the world of the league that will destroy the zone. Like they'll put yeah. Bruce Brown in the middle. He's very used to it, that role. They had Tyrese Halliburton just to break it out and passing out of it. And then you had great shooting around them. Like, why? Yeah, you zone against zone the pace against is, pretty, is pretty nuts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, terrible game from the from the Bucs, I'll say. Terrible game from the Bucs. The Pacers did their thing. Like, same thing against the Boston Celtics. We'll do our thing. We'll score 120 points. And we'll wait for you to pack up. And same thing happened to Celtics and now happened to the, the Bucs. Great credit to the Pacers. They are doing their thing, but I don't know. Like, terrible game from the Bucs. Well, <clears throat> let's talk about that championship game. Saturday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. It is the Lakers against the Pacers. Lakers favored by four across the board pretty much. Over under has, I think it's been slightly going up a little bit here. We're at mostly 241, 241 and a half on the over. Any leans, any thoughts on this game uh, before tomorrow i think lakers win but so like the line four and a half could be sharp so yeah that's like but i think lakers win like this version of lebron in ad defense the alloy is kind of playing but he had a great good game reeves had a good game so with yeah i'll say great lebron he'll figure out the way how to defend these pacers like if someone knows how to adjust to defend this pace. I think it's LeBron. He has like great tools now with, with AD and Reddish, who is playing a great defense. Game and Vando. Vando's been great. Yeah, Vando's, yeah. So, like, I think Lakers wins because, but it'll have a playoff type game because this means so much for both teams. Like, yeah. For LeBron and other side, Halliburton and Pacers are like, most important game of their life and they just want to win something and we'll have very very competitive game yeah uh so both unders cash yesterday even though they got heavy steam towards the over if this goes much higher than 241 i will play it under i think like, yeah. it's hard to it's hard to make a case but like you said i agree with the lakers defense in this one and just the setting the elimination setting the championship setting I think that this is very, very high for a game. This is this is like this is almost a game seven <laughs> type of thing. So uh, that that's just a real that's a lot of points for these teams. The Lakers do a great job of slowing down tempo when they're in the ascendancy, and I think they'll be able to do that here. So that's what I'm going to be looking for. Uh, not quite too, not quite ready at two forty one to play this one though. So we'll see if it gets steamed to the over like many other games have in the play uh, in season tournament. Excuse me. So. That will do it for us today. If you guys are tailing the picks, you guys are excited for the night of action. Smash that like button to support the channel and subscribe because we go live every weekday morning over here on Pick and Roll. Let's recap the three plays we have. First of all, in the Nixon Celtics game, it's a minus 110 SGP. Randall over 18 and a half points, over six and a half rebounds, and over two and a half assists. We're going to the Raptors and Hornets for another minus 110 SGP at BetMGM. Barnes, 15 plus points. Over six and a half rebounds and Siakam 18 plus points. On the third play, it is 
and SGP at FanDuel for minus 116 odds. Jokic against the Rockets. Once again, going back to this play on the show, we have Jokic 25 plus points, 10 plus rebounds, and 8 plus assists. Hasn't been the week we wanted as of betting, but you guys have been incredible with support once again. Thank you so much for supporting what we do here on Pick and Roll. We're very much appreciative of it. Let's hope we reward the faith by cashing in some bets on a Friday night, starting the weekend right, and we will be back on Monday for more from Pick and Roll. Thanks so much, everybody.